Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Black Girl Manifest Podcast. This is your girl Anika. And I'm Brittany. (laughs) (laughs) I'm bite. Y'all, she just we 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 having some wine, except I'm not having none. I'm having wine today. Yeah. The the mental state and the weeks and the shit that's been going on, I'm having wine. And I'm not yes, gonna be about it. I'm not gonna beat myself up. So yeah. Hey girl. How are you, girl? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Hey girl. So how was your week? You said your mental state and everything that's going on. We obviously we know the yeah. the climate of the country right now, but how how has your week been with all this going on? Um I want to disconnect, but I can't. Mm-hmm. And I can't because I feel like it's not even like I feel like my conscious conscience will eat away at me. It's more because I've decided like I really want to make a change. And even though if even if I can't be out there with the protests because of COVID and I'm scared to bring it home to my kids, I can sign petitions, I can write letters to governors, I can write letters to attorney generals, I could uh donate money to um, bail funds. I can do this, and I can do that. I can do other things. Like just because you are not um, in the front lines, like out there protesting, like does not mean you have to feel bad. You you are making a change, regardless of what you're doing. You know, you're not just sitting there and not doing anything. So I've been doing a lot, a lot of research. I've been doing like digging into Black history and just like being more aware. Um. Yeah, it's it. All this shit is heavy, and I just we want to understand like what's the problem with being black. Hmm. But like, I wake up and tell myself every morning it's a good day to be black. So it is a good day to be black. It's always a good day to be black. How's your mental? Everything going along with this? Um, I'm actually fine. I'm. I'm. Um, so let me preface by starting my week off with Brittany knows, but Monday (laughs) I had to drop my phone off. So I've been disconnected, but by default. So I've, you know, it's kind of hard to go from, you know, Instagram, scroll, Facebook, text message, text message, text message, and then you don't have your phone. You, You guys heard me complaining about my phone on a couple episodes back. I finally dropped it off, got it fixed, and it was out of my hands for three days how did you feel those you know two and a half days after you know you didn't have it so it was bittersweet because I felt like I I didn't feel the guilt of wanting to disconnect because by default I had to so I didn't you know that was that was nice to have you know and kind of just like peaceful but then at the same time, I just felt like I was missing out. Like somebody's going to text me, somebody's going to call me, or even me just trying to log into iCloud and see something. I got to have a device with me. I left my computer at home. It's just, it it just, it was a pain, but I, it was, it was peaceful at the same time. But um, one of my friends said, I just sent you a message on Instagram because I, fi- I finally just texted her and was like, hey, I don't have my phone, just FYI. And she was like, I was about to call Brittany and see what was going on with you. <laughs> 
I'm fine. She was like, Quan was going straight to voicemail. I know that wasn't normal. So, but my with everything going on, I mean, I feel like it's a shame that it had to, you know, come to this, but I'm glad that people are starting to, and I'm going to say in air quotes, recognize, you know, the systemic racism. Yeah. Not sure, you know, where the magnifying glass came from, but, you know, I'll take it. Yeah, I uh I don't I don't know if uh I wanna say like shooting people that's super inhumane, you know, and seeing that on video that's inhumane, but I I have not watched the George Floyd video. I'm not I'm not going to watch the George Floyd video. I saw a steal, like the like a screenshot of it and of you can tell like he's apparently dead like he's it's super obvious that he's has is deceased and that just made the hair on my arms raise up and just it just did something to me whereas i before all of this i really kind of thought that i was numb um to seeing um black men die and i do not mean that in a mean way I just mean that in a way like we've seen this so many times. Um, I'm just kind of numb to it, but seeing that steel shot, it just really did something to me. And so it's, it's I don't know if that just came over everybody. Like that, that was something that was so inhumane. And then reading about um, him saying, you know, him calling out for his mom and his mom had been dead for years. And it's just, Maybe that just did something to everybody. I don't know why y'all are late to the party. I don't care why you're late to the party, but thank you for coming to the party. Um, behave yourself while you're at these parties. And don't bring uh, raisin uh, in the damn... Don't put raisins in the damn shit. Well, I'm trying to say, Brittany. <laughs> don't put raisins in the potato salad because we will kick your motherfucking ass out of here. One thing I... I was I, I listened to this podcast because I like I said before I am a super true crime fanatic. This is podcast that I listen to called uh, My Favorite Murder, and the hosts are two white women, Karen and Georgia. And at first, I kind of felt a type of way. Uh, well, first of all, let me say this, Karen. I would not continue to listen to them if they were not uh, advocates for black, you know, black black and you know, people of color, um, but they they constantly um, are speaking about Black people specifically, but when all this first happens, they didn't really say too much, and I was like, don't let me find out I got to cancel my, like, one of my favorite, like, my top two, and ain't number, you know, top two podcasts. And I had to realize they had they had kind of uh, recorded before all this happened, and so they came back the next week and they were like, uh, "It was it it was just so heartwarming because I I felt like it was genuine, and those were the only two white you know white people that I felt like it was genuine from." And one of the hosts said like she had to be checked by a black person because you know she was meaning well. And she had called herself an ally. And 
the black person told her like hey you don't get to decide if you're an ally or not we tell you if you're an ally or not like that's not your place and i was like damn that's really not like it's really not so yeah not to get too heavy but sorry guys but that's just how i've been feeling um, i mean this is black girl manifest so anything black has to come up and yes. you know but i'm just i'm finally glad to get that off my chest because i've really been watching the news and trying to decipher what's going on and all the bullshit in georgia with the voter suppression shit like i knew that was coming um these officers who have shot and killed brianna taylor they are still free they are still working uh and one of the reasons why they're doing that is because this was not caught on video but one mm-hmm. of the things that was passed was called Brianna's Law. And that means that police officers do have to have their body cameras on five minutes before and five minutes after. Oh, we um, there. This don't make no sense. And that's what pisses me off. Like, first of all, if if you if you're using my tax dollars, mine, for a body camera for these police officers. I want them on all the time. I want I want to see him wipe his ass. I want to see all of it. Absolutely. Let me see it. I want to see it because guess what? I paid for it. I want to see it. And that's on George Floyd and his mama. And his mama. That and don't make no sense. So, yes. Um, so, still seeking out justice for Breonna Taylor. Like, I've written letters to the Attorney General. Um, I probably write a letter to the mayor here in a little while. The mayor says that he I mean I'm sorry the attorney general says that there's not enough uh evidence quote unquote for them to uh fire and charge these police officers this has been going on since May March 13th I feel like it's a not even a tad bit ridiculous it's fucking ridiculous um we are not a fucking slaughterhouse as a community. Find something else to do. And that's on my kids. So you you one one reason why I don't I've every all the um not all of them, but the majority of um police officers that have um killed the black men over the years that have been high profile cases, I've watched those videos and seen how it went down. And I always made it my business to make sure I watched those videos. But this one, I did not watch, especially after they said he was calling out for his mom because I felt like at some point I was starting to get desensitized to it. And I was like, I don't want to keep exposing myself to that. And then it becomes a normalcy. That is not normal. I don't want to watch it. I want to, I want to be, this sounds crazy traumatized still for stuff like that i don't want to keep getting myself used to seeing it because some of the videos i would you know not just say oh well it's just like you know be sad for a minute and then it's like damn that's just how they do us i i can't do that no more i don't i don't want to see that so that's why i chose not to watch it yeah 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 yeah. um it's it's, uh, i don't know so one uh two things i want to say is watch Dave Chappelle's uh you know Dave Chappelle's 847 I mean 846 excuse me Brandon who was a guest of the podcast uh for the straight season episode he sent that video to me and it was you know basically Dave Chappelle you would of course think hey it's Dave Chappelle he telling jokes he doing this, this, this no it's nothing of that sort yeah he get his little jokes in here and there but um 
it, I, I think it's something that's important to watch. He kind of gets emotional because he was like, you know, this man sat on this man's neck for eight minutes and 47 seconds. And he was like, my birth certificate, I was born at 846. And he was just saying like, basically like we're saying like, he couldn't watch the video. He was numb. This shit keeps happening. Ah, it's, it's, it's a lot. I want to see it because I, I kind of thought it was a comedy, but either way, it's, it seems like a message. So I, I want to just, yeah. you know, see what he has to say. So I'm excited to look at that. At some point. Yeah. But yeah. Um, um, but what else has been going on with you, girl? You know, your life okay. been a little tipsy turvy. My life has been definitely topsy turvy, upside down, y'all. So <laughs> I, I'm doing a trial run of parenthood, if you will. Yes, y'all. I wish y'all could hear the conversation. <laughs> uh, all, I, all, all I got to say, so let me let me back up before I get too ahead of myself. Um, I have my niece and nephew, uh, my husband's niece and nephew here with us for a month, and they're two and four, and they're the cutest little people you ever will see, but they are such a handful, and I think that's just, I just did not realize how and how old are they, Nika? Two and four. The Ooh, two? Yeah. Oh, exactly. wait, he's four? Yeah. He's I four. didn't realize that. Okay, I thought he was three. Okay. Um, I just want to say hats off to all the moms. <laughs> We're going to do a mom episode coming up here shortly. Yes, I can't wait to do a mom episode. I'm really excited about that because I, I can I can put my two cents in because it'll be during the time when they're here. Y'all, it's stressful. Like, when, like, I can see why mothers are so frustrated and so um, can be, I guess, sometimes resentful because of how things just fall. And you just, it's almost like you just forget about yourself. Yes. Okay, so can I ask a question without, like, getting not too personal? Yeah, go ahead. Um, have you seen a difference in gender roles since you've had the children? I I know what you're getting at, but I'm gonna say no okay. because gender roles is typically like the woman do is 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 typically pretty traditional in my household. But I'm gonna say no because there isn't any difference it's 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 really what has been what the typical woman would do what the typical woman has is expected to do mm-hmm. and i guess what the typical man is expected to do now in a parent you know i don't i don't have ch- my husband and i don't have children together so i don't know how it goes but no because i'm still doing stuff that would be expected of me if that's what makes sense mm-hmm. does that make sense it's like no, nah, ain't no difference. It's still real man and woman over here. Okay. I hope that makes sense to y'all. Yes. Like it's not it's not a difference like, oh, like I'm so much more helpful now. No. If that's what you're asking. Same shit. No, I was I was as you answered what I was asking. I was like, okay. you know, is it still I do the cooking and the cleaning and the washing and the da 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 I just feel like honestly, a woman's mind is just 18 steps ahead of a man although a man is trying to see the bigger picture he's so far he's so busy 
looking far, far ahead into some shit that ain't right here, but we already have to be right here and then right here and then right here. You know what I mean? Like you didn't think about, you know, just it's difficult just to be in the now and in the future. My nigga, I'm not a tra- time traveler. Right. Like all I can see is right here, right now. And they don't see the right here and right now, which fucks you up because it's like, well, when was you going to wash the dishes and fix dinner and do all these important things that need to happen before you go to work? Oh, you didn't, you wasn't? Okay. Like, but they too busy planning for some shit that's happening in November, December. And it's like, okay, well, that's fine. But what about right now too? So, yeah, I'm just saying. Okay. Well, with all that being said, I know we, we got super deep there for a little while. It's Britney's week, and we're talking about some shit that is interesting to me. <laughs> and so we are this week. We're going to talk about the five love languages and what they mean, and how to navigate the five love languages. And initially, I wanted to. Uh, do the five love languages and how they affect like every relationship okay and i wanted to do uh you know how they affect every relationship and it kind of you know it kind of does um talk about the just a little bit but what i've noticed as i was researching it, it was like you know um dealing with your children's love language as well so i felt that this was kind of important since now that you are you know you got kitties. Yeah. So let's talk about love languages. Oh, let's do it. Let's uh, do it. So I have a question. Be I, I don't want you to say your love language and what it is before, but looking back on previous relationships, did you ever think that love had languages or was that even a thought to you? Nope. So it wasn't no. a thought at all. It was. It just. It it. It wasn't a thought. Now I'm. I can say to be fair, I have only really truly been in two serious relationships. You know, but um, no, because then I was more on the younger side, and I just wasn't like exploring myself and wasn't really aware of things like that. But looking back on it, I will say this. Um, now that I know what they are, now looking back. I actually, those were actually happening. It was just, it was plenty of other bullshit. You know what I mean? It's kind of like you trade. I feel like it was a, you know, like a trade-off. So those were happening. But anyway, no, I had no concept of what, what it was at the time. Okay. Good. Yeah. Cause, um, I absolutely had no concept of what they were either. There was, if you wish to say a love language, like what the hell are you talking about? Um, no idea that was something that was super foreign to me so uh, just like we communicate verbally with each other we communicate through different styles of love as well while you would think love is love it is but just just like there are different languages such as spanish portuguese patois there are different love languages as well so i'm going to break down the five lang- five love languages for you along with their examples you ready? I'm so ready. Okay. Right. So, um, I'm going to give you a little background. I've, uh, as I had gotten older, 
I heard, you know, about the book, um, The Five Love Languages. I knew that there was a quiz online that you could take. And before I get started and get too far, I got a lot of my information from five, like the number five, lovelanguages.com. And I got my information from Crated with Love. And if I can remember, I will definitely put those in the description box. Um, but I've, uh, there's a book called the five love languages and it breaks down what each one is. It gives you a quiz so you can decipher what love language you and your partner are. Um, and so you can basically love each other and, you know, I can love you in your love language. You can love me in my love language. Um, and as I was reading, there is it's a very rare that you're going to marry somebody whose love language is the same as yours um so i just wanted to put that out there and the number one love language is words of affirmation so we're really gonna, yes so we're going to get into that one that is the first love language words of affirmation so an example of word, uh, words of affirmation would be i am so proud of you you're so strong you're doing amazing um, you're so gifted, things like that. A person with this love language wants you to pour into, they want you to pour the love on hot and heavy. Um, so things that you could do or say to ignite the love will be leave sticky notes around the house for your lover to find. Um, if this is your love language, practice giving yourself love by writing affirmations to yourself or write a love letter to yourself. Acts of service is the second love language, and that is my love language. That's how I like to be talked to. Me too. I learned to wash some goddamn dishes. Absolutely. Yeah. Please. I think we have the same love languages. Yes. Acts we should have married each other. We should have. Like, why don't we think of this soon? I wash the dishes, you clean the bathroom. It works. It works. We've been we've been fucking up the whole time. What my receipt at? Go ahead. Yes. So, access service me, please, all day, every day. If you're gonna talk about it, be about it for me. So, an example of access service is taking out the garbage, filling out the gas tank, making lunch, washing dishes without someone having to ask you to do it <laughs> a person with this love language love language wants you to mean what you say and say what you do if you make a promise take care of something if you make a promise to take care of something keep that promise so nika since that is both of our love languages how does that make you feel like if if car takes you know takes my truck and fills the gas tank up, it's time are you ladies pop your like this? This how hey, I do it. I feel like that do it. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel because I feel like wait you did wait you it's you did something for me that I probably was going to do or 
feel obligated to do and now I no longer have to do it so I feel really loved because I feel like now you care about me and my time and what I you know what I have going on and and I didn't have to prompt you to do it that just speaks to me that just speaks volumes it shows that you care and if you say you're gonna do something do it if I ain't gotta tell you to do it baby you can can get all these kids you want you can get all of them it just really just, I think it has a lot to do with how I was raised. Uh, I didn't see my dad doing a lot for my mom. And so I knew that I wanted to be with somebody who did things for me, not like out of necessity, but like out of showing that you care about me. Mm-hmm. So I just, they just, oh, it just browns my biscuit, baby. Just, oh, come on. <laughs> so for this, um, for this particular love language, I actually, I, I think I remembered that this one was your love language. So I saw like a little date night challenge that you could do for this love language. So on a piece of paper, write down three acts of service that need to be done this weekend. They could be household chores, grocery shopping, taking the kids to practice, or whatever is on your to-do list. Now you're going to shuffle a pack of playing cards and place a stack in the middle of the table. Take turns drawing the card. Each card has a quick service to do for your partner. If you draw a jack, a queen, or a king, keep the next to you. The person with the most jacks at the end of the game gets to do the jacks after service you assign to the piece of paper. If you both have jacks, queens, and kings, you must do the activity together. So if you have more of the royal flesh then john has to do more of the exercise but if you both have equal amounts then you do them together that's no fun i rather listen to my podcast and wash dishes with this regular <laughs> I'm doing. wow okay. I'm saying, when, when i got when i have to they just, when i have to get in the kitchen and do it i want to have fun doing it and the only way I really can is if I'm listening to my podcast me and my husband have good times and good conversations but it's never been over dishes but maybe you're onto something because I don't know okay okay so the next love language would be receiving gifts that's me that's me that's me right there because my when I which one is you is you acts of service or is you receiving gifts when I took my test they were really both right there together the same they were really right neck and neck okay right there so it's kind of hard for me to determine which one I like more because I do like you to do stuff and I also would like you to bring me something please okay and it is it's not even like you know bring me something just the smallest little thing to show you know that you care mine were right there together yes so this love language um, doesn't necessarily have to be materialistic. It's not like you have to go back, go out and buy your spouse or your significant other um, an Apple Watch or a damn brand new damn BMW or anything like that. It could just be something that's super small. Um, it could be like, hey, I was at the gas station. I saw some Reese's peanut butter cups. I saw your favorite wine. I thought of you and I just wanted you to show, I wanted you to see that I was thinking about you. This is what this kind of act of service is. And I think that 
folks be forgetting that you know it's just it's really the small things especially with receiving gifts i think this one was um after acts of service this was my second love language and it like like i said it doesn't it really don't have to be anything big i be, I be telling my husband all the time like you can go give me a flower at the damn yard and it's, it's something meaningful to me because you thought of me you know what one I, I will say because um i think a lot of people i'm not even gonna say men but people who can't relate to that love language probably would assume it overcomplicated because they're thinking of stuff that they would like as a gift like i don't want that so so in their mind it doesn't trigger to bring it to you because it's like she may not appreciate that although we're screaming from the mountaintops it's the little things but they're thinking like some great big shit like oh i'm gonna save up and you know have money and get you i don't need all that like i literally just a Reese's, you know, I like Reese's. Even here, babe, I bought a cup, a couple packs of gum for your car. Or here's some extra hand sanitizer. Like that, it's a, it's a gift. And I think it, yeah. what it is just, it's just how you um, define what a gift is and what your value of the gift is. I mean, what you perceive the gift's value to be. I'm gonna look at it differently because I like gifts. And you, I mean, somebody like my husband, he doesn't care about a gift. So it, it it's hard for him to think, you know, realize that, hey, I like gifts and they don't have to cost so much money. Yes. Let me, let me go back just a second. So I like to, um, like I said, my love language is um, acts of service. But what I noticed about myself is I like to give people that I'm close to and I care about, I like to give them gifts. So that's not my husband's love language at all. And for a long time, I used to get upset because I would buy him things. And to me, and me in my own world, he was not fucking excited enough about it. (laughs) And I would be like, wait, he don't fucking appreciate what I bought him. And this is the, I'll take this shit back. And it's not that. I just had to learn how to love him in his way. And, like, I even had to kind of break that down to him the other day. I was like, not to, like, kind of bash you or whatever, but I be feeling that type of way when I buy you things and I think about you and you don't be getting excited enough. And you be like, I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> so it's you, like, You're thinking, like, we think of something like, you know you hit the nail on the head based on the thoughts in your mind. Like, I know he going right, to like this. I done did right, my research. Right. And this is he's we talked about and then when it happens it's like wait so you don't care because i thought you did right. and because you were so invested into it you know yes and then i also have to realize like uh he's super nonchalant so that kind of stuff is not gonna that stuff is not gonna excite him anyway so i mean he he's excited in his own way but for me, it's just not like he like, oh yes, this is I, I I really like this. I appreciate this, but it's not like, oh my god, she bought me this. Da, 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 da. And that's that's something that I have to deal with myself. Like I can't because you, that's your language, so you you know how you would feel. So you almost expect that from somebody else. And you just like, whoa, let me take a right. step back. We different. Right. I have to, I had to realize like, okay, you, you brought this for him. You didn't buy this for 
your value and your you know if you if you wanted to feel that that way you should have bought it for yourself right exactly exactly you know honestly go ahead i was gonna say we we used to do like a um a late christmas um a group of our friends used to do a late christmas where it would be like after christmas like three months after but it was special to us because yeah Hey, we all like giving gifts. You, that was the most exciting shit ever. You know, I don't care that, you know, we all spent the same amount of money, but it was just really exciting to know, like, you were getting stuff and that somebody was putting it, you know, they're all into getting these gifts because we got, like, really good gifts. Yeah. It was, like, we gifting each other, like, nice things. And I, I, you know, I really appreciate that. So in a relationship, you almost like, well, you can't, so you can't just realize that and it just doesn't go that way because everybody doesn't speak that language. So the fourth love language would be quality time. And this was um, not the bottom of my love languages, but this was number four for me. Um, So this love language is all about undivided attention, um, no distractions. It's just you and your partner. Um... (laughs) Y'all should have seen Nika's face. Your partner wants you to look at them and only them. That doesn't necessarily mean like we got to watch movies all day together, but they just want to feel comforted, you know, in this relationship. Um, So like when you cancel a date with your partner or you tell them, hey, right now, you know, I'm running late at work. I can't really do it right now. They feel slighted and feel a type of way about that. Um, yeah, yeah, man. Yes, they do. <laughs> That's something I like quality time in a way, but when when you think of it as a love language, I guess that's really not. You have to. I think the biggest thing is you have to cater to what your partner likes and not how you like. And it's just hard right. because I don't naturally. It's not that I don't want to spend the quality time, but the undivided attention, I get distracted very, very easily. Yeah, I'm very introverted and I like my me time but hello I have a husband so we spend time together but you know it's been plenty of times when he's like I just want us to spend quality time and I'm like okay, okay. yeah you know so a uh, one one way that you could uh fix this if this is your partner's love language is is not necessarily yours make sure that time that you have set out for your partner make sure that you uh, recognize that and make sure that you stay your uh, keep your word with that mm. because like you said they feel a type of way if you forget or if you are bit you know you're too busy it's like oh so now you're too busy to spend time with me or you're too busy like you too busy with your friends to hang out with me or you can't you can't do this because you this and that da, 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 da. so just making making sure that you carve out time with your partner and are actually paying them attention putting your phone down is no distraction so like even if you know you have kids or whatever you need to carve out like okay every other saturday we're going to go we're going to take the kids to mama's house or we're going to take the kids you know get a sitter or whatever and every saturday my time is dedicated to you and only you putting the phones down whatever it is it can wait 
and remember that that time is important and be infection be affectionate with your partner who wants to spend quality time with you um tell them how much you care about them and show them that they mean the world to you the attention goes the attention goes a lot of way to show your love yeah that was really hard for me because my attention span is generally short and some sometimes when that love language is not spoken properly it's taken as an attack on that person like a slight right. on them and it's it's totally not like that at all it's just not how i operate but it's important to realize at the end of the day whether you operate that way or not if that's how your partner does it's important for you to realize that and speak that different language it just it it, it does take some coming out of your comfort zone right sure okay and so here we are the last love language and this one is a huge struggle for my ass and as i'm growing and as i'm learning i am trying to be more aware so here we go physical touch i can't at one point in time i won't fucking with it <laughs> so <laughs> people with this love language they are more impactful uh it's it's nothing more impactful than physical touch from your partner it's not necessarily over the top pda but they feel more connected and safe in a relationship by holding hands, kissing, hugging, etc. So I struggle with this love language because I've said before, I've never seen anybody like a maternal or parental side showing any affection, PDA, anything like that. So that I struggle with that. And that is my husband's love language. It is number one love language. I struggle with it and I want to say like here like uh so he can hear this because he does listen to the podcast thank you for working with me thank you for um giving me time thank you for being patient I struggle with this but I'm getting better I'm being more aware of you know I need to spend more time you know I need to even if we're just talking, I need to like show him that I'm paying attention, like like placing my hand on his shoulder or looking at him, caressing his beard, cleaning his hair, holding his hand like in the store, like letting him put his hand on my butt or letting him snuggle his face in my neck. Like the, all of that kind of shit is just it's just like gay. And like when even like when I see you and John or you and uh, uh, Alan, you know, a kid do it, it's like just like this shit gay. I don't, you know, and not get like gay in like a gay sense. It's just like I'm not used to it. Right. Hard for me to. So I, when I say, you know, it's gay like that, it's just I'm not meaning it in a derogatory, derogatory term. I'm meaning it in a term where like this shit is super foreign to me. I, and it's just hard for me to understand and grasp as an adult. Remind me, I'd like to add to that activity. I have, I have a challenge for that. For me or just as for in general? For you, for you especially, especially um, to, for areas, just like you said, for the, um, um, the acts of service one, like a challenge was, you know, I guess the it was, it was more of a game and then, you know, we would do it together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wonder how you would feel if you were almost like, 
you just had to touch him all day. It, like if y'all were just kind of right. almost tied together, you would have like have to learn to appreciate. It seems like it would be terrible, but if y'all were tied together, you would just have to learn how to work with him, and you have to touch him to move around and do things, and it could like kind of start to get the wheels turning to hey he really although I know you know this he really ain't gonna bite me if I touch him or it's not so uncomfortable I can really be okay like the walls can kind of start to melt down a little bit if you just had to because it's out of necessity since a lot of us operate that way anyway right now I will say that there are times that I really do need to uh touch him and there are times you know it's specifically when we go to sleep like I feel a type of way if you you know so we have a TV in our bedroom. I do not like the TV to be on when I'm asleep. It distracts me. It's a bright light. I like to go to sleep. And then, you know, sometimes when our kid is in the room, I don't, you know, want the kid to wake up. So there are times where he, you know, he's, he works the late shift. He's up there watching ESPN or whatever. He'll fall asleep on the couch. And then, Sometimes I wake up in the morning, I feel the type of way, like, oh, so you want in the bed with us? Or da-da-da-da-da. You know, or, you know, when he is in the bed with us, I need to put my feet on him to go to sleep. I just, like, rub my feet on him. Like, that's just something that comforts me. So I'm not going to say, like, the physical touch is just non-existent because it's not, but it's something that I, I, I truly need to work on. It's more about intimacy and mm-hmm. I need to work on because that's not something that I saw um, growing up, but that's definitely something that I want my children to see growing up. Like, hey, like my mom and daddy really love each other. I want my grand, you know, my grandkids to see that if we're blessed to have any, like my grandparents really love each other. They was always hugging and kissing and da 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 da. Um, so, yeah, it's not non-existent, but I need to work on it. We all we all have you know, love languages and that we need to work on, especially for our partner. And I just wonder if there's anybody out there that happens to be with somebody who you guys speak the same love language. Like, how does that go? That seems like it would just have to be super easy. Like if both of y'all like getting gifts. Yeah, I would I almost feel like it's a a, a pissing contest. Like <laughs> <laughs> all right, you know, so let me see what I if like if it was receiving gifts, like all right, I'm gonna get you the better gift than you get me. Like, how does that work? My first thought was just kind of like, well, you just it just easier when it's time for it to happen. Like, I don't have to tell you to go clean the kitchen. You gonna want to clean it because you know that it's you know that it's my love language. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your your partner's gonna want to do things to make you happy, and no matter how many times you break it down sometimes it's just there's there most people operate out of what makes them happy and they do that for their partner and that's just how for whatever reason that's just how we operate it's like the concept of a love language like you said to me at one time was not existent a love language yeah. i speak english and i do love what you talk about <laughs> so do you uh are you aware of your partner's love language and do you have like was it difficult for you or was it something that you were able to just jump right into definitely was not able to jump right into it i was operating off of what i liked mm-hmm. and then when i i, I kind of su- suspected based on things we talked about what his love language was like oh, okay like once i knew what the concept you know what a love language is and then just to confirm i had him take the quiz and i was right he likes 
his two that were really close i i want to say physical touch was first followed by quality time the same oh girl that was that was that was car that was car that was car that that it was the same it was the same thing and i was thinking like i thought it was going to be words of affirmation was going to be pretty high but it wasn't as high as i thought it would be it was yeah it was physical touch and quality time i was like oh okay so did you have to do like any altering to your um to yourself and like to your relationship like did you like for me i noticed like once i was aware that this what his love language was it was like okay so this is a lot easier to navigate especially with being married like okay i need to stop loving you how i need to be loved and love you how you need to be loved like could you see a difference um what you mean like with being married or yeah just i mean yeah being married well i'll say this just over the time that we've been together um until i realized i mean i I realized you know like okay he don't like that he don't like that but once i knew his love language i i have a tendency to be on my phone or listening in a conversation and just kind of like when i'm not like taking it in i'm trying to take it in but i'm also trying to do something else and i know that's not my strong point so it's like i'm spending time with him then i have to put one thing down because i won't be able so i've been you know trying to be more of an active listener and be you know more present when we do spend time together otherwise because it's not quality time then it's just us sitting you know looking at each other or you know not really engaging so i've been trying to you know keep it in mind like you really need to you know engage and it's not that it's just such a problem it's just that it's my mind is a thousand different places so it's easy for me to go from zero to 55 now i'm back at 27 like i'm it's just how my mind works so yeah i learned that and then just the physical touch initially i wasn't really good with that but he's so overwhelmingly um touchy feely it's just become like whatever you know what i mean so i and i i can i'm i'm more better with i'm more better i'm better with the physical touch than the quality time but yeah okay so i wanted to just talk about kids love languages just a little bit to help us parents and uh, i i really wasn't aware that there were love languages for children right because all kids like gifts don't they (laughs) (laughs) but i've noticed like um one thing that i'm trying to do like um like i've said before i was younger when i had my oldest two children one thing i'm trying to do now is like be aware of carson's love language and i feel like now that i'm trying to kind of make up for the things that I was not aware of and things that I lacked when uh you know I I didn't really I just knew what I knew then so I'm more aware of Carson's love language now Carson's love language is a uh, physical touch Carson loves to be touched he's like his daddy he likes to be touched he likes to be hugged he likes to like he he and I played a game today I just uh I was laying on my bed here in the front, in the back, and he was in the front room. And I said, Carson, Carson, Carson. And I just made it like such an emergency. And he came back here. He was running back here. And I grabbed him in my arms. I said, oh, my God, I just love you so much. And I just started kissing Aww. on him. 
and he was just like the biggest grin came over his face he's like oh mommy you're the best i love you so much and so just like uh as adults we have love languages we have love languages as children and we're just not aware of those so um cuddle me and chase me is Girl, why am I crying? I was getting ready to say, wait, is it? Go- it was so sweet. I was feeling like I was having a moment, and I was like, that is so sweet. Somebody <laughs> never called me in the room so urgently. <laughs> <laughs> they said I, I had to go get the remote. <laughs> That's what I had to go get. <laughs> Somebody is dusting in here. What the fuck? I'm recording a podcast. So I think I think it probably maybe overwhelmed you a little bit how excited he was to just get that it love from her. Like this is for me. It's just okay. like you call me the best, like me, and I'm just such like a. I know like the shit I've been through and the type of person I am and the shit that. A, such a broken person, like you think I'm the best, like oh my god. Okay, anywho, let's move on. <sighs> God damn it. So, presents, please. Your child likes presents. It's, they like to... That girl crying. We crying, y'all. <laughs> yeah, know. we was really crying. I was trying to cut some onions for tomorrow's dinner in here, and I don't know why I'm putting onions in here. Damn. Okay, all right. All I know is Lil Wayne said, "Real G's moving silence like lasagna." Like lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, your child wants you to talk to them. That that child's love language would be like words of affirmation. They want you to notice that they're there. Um, things like you're my, like Carson said, "You're the best." Um mommy you're my favorite mommy things like that they want you to realize that their love language is words of affirmation then who shit that did something to me you're the best oh my god oh that's so sweet do you know what your um i don't know if you're about to go into maya malik's love language uh maya's love language is she likes for me to spend time with her Okay. Yeah, that okay. he likes for me to uh sit in her room. She wants me to like spend the night in her room. With some sometimes I'll go in there and we really like to watch um like I'm a cartoon mom, so I like I watch cartoons without my kids. So we like watch Gumball, watch Steven Universe. We'll watch uh she put me on this cartoon called Craig of the Creek. Um, we like to watch anime together, so she likes me to do those kind of things with her, and she'll know, like, give me the updates with her friends, and, um, you know, we just, you know, just talk, like, mother-daughter. Malik is quality time. I think it's quality time. I could be wrong. It's either quality time or physical touch. Um, Malik likes me to spend a lot of time with him and I feel like it's because he is the middle child um, he wants to make sure that I he has my attention and he's like mama look at this mama do this look look mama like now we have this thing where um, 
he'd be like, hit them legs, mama. And so then I bust out into a dance with my legs or whatever. And so, um, yeah, that's his, I, I think I'm a little bit aware. I could be wrong, but I think I'm aware of my children's love language. Yeah, you seem to be really in tune with that because that's what I would have, I was definitely, I didn't know, I didn't know what it was going to be for my, I figured it would be some type of touch for both boys. Um, and, yeah. and I figured definitely for Malik, it would be some time involved just because of his birth order. Yeah, um, Maya does not like for you to like doing all that hugging and kissing. She will do it, you know, just to like, hey, girl, I, I love you. I fuck with you. I like you. She'll do it, but like, she just likes to spend time like, hey, mom, can we let's go to five below? Like, we ain't got to look buy nothing. She's like, this is look for stuff in look at things or you know whatever like and the, i could see like receiving gifts would be her second but mm-hmm. she definitely does like to spend uh quality time together you know it's crazy i thought about like how they were younger like when i see maya of course i'm gonna give her a big hug but now like it's not you know how you give kids a hug and then you just pick them up and swing them around like if i did it to maya she would be like what the fuck is wrong with you she probably would look at me crazy but it's just it just sucks because that is gone. I can't do that no more. Yeah. You know what but I mean? Mama was that not like that as a kid? She wasn't. She didn't want you to hug and touch on her. Like I would try to kiss my as a baby. She'd be like, "Okay, bitch, get off." <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't her. But yeah, I think I think I have a spot on. I want to get the book and I want to give them the quiz as well to just ensure so make sure that i'm loving them correctly okay so like you did it for me uh will be your child's love language so acts of service basically um kids who appreciate thoughtful gestures like buying their favorite candy or um like getting at a restaurant you get them like a little flavored drink with a little umbrella in it you know like you go to the restaurant you see them kids menus and they got like all kinds of wacky ass shit that kind of stuff um so like even though your child may be able to do it themselves like tie their shoe or fluff their pillow they often like to be served um and like their parents to serve them just a little bit and i mean they didn't ask to be there it's it's nothing wrong with serving your child just like you serve your man it's, it's you know it's nothing wrong with that especially if you're thinking i like i love that my friend is uh, is thinking about how to love her kids because i don't know that i don't i don't know that people just think like how should i love my kid maybe and maybe they do but just the that specifics of this yeah. is how you know what he likes and so or she likes and i think that just improves the communication between both you guys because your kid will notice that Right. You know what I mean? They will notice, like, you know, my mom definitely does, you know, what I like. And I, I, I like that you kind of take the time and parent outside the box, what I like to call it. Thank you so much. <laughs> I, I just noticed, like, what, um, and this is no slight to my mama or mom. I hope you, you know, if you listen to this, I hope you don't feel this type of way. I just know what parent I needed. Mm-hmm. as a child especially like from a male's perspective i knew what i needed and i wanted to like as i was got older and got more aware and grow you know grew spiritually and mentally i was like okay so i need to be this like 
I was the parent that I was before all this bullshit, like the parent I was three, four years ago, I was a super recycled parent of, you know, generational curses or whatever. But now I'm the parent of like, okay, like, hey, let's fix this and let let me see how I can love you the correct way. Like I wanna be able I I want my grandkids to be good, you know. I I'm thinking that far ahead. I like that. That's really that's thank good. you. So the last love language is for children, of course, it's qual um quality time. Come here or look at this. So when your child says play with me or watch this or mommy look at me or daddy look at this, da, 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 they're looking for quality time and they want to show you something and they want to feel like you know, that's how their time is being acknowledged. So I want to say, yes, like we, as parents, we are, we got a whole bunch of shit going on. Yeah, we got to deal with our boss, to get X, Y, and Z going on, but that's not your, ch- your child's fault. They didn't ask to be here. Um, make, make sure that we are loving on our children super tight nowadays. So, yes. I agree with that. So, were there words of affirmation in there? I don't remember that. Yes, it was. Damn, I closed the tab. Yes, it was. Well, you know, because I was going to say, no matter what I, what I see, I I see that, you know, no matter what their love language is, all the kids can definitely benefit from words of affirmation because kids yes. love to be, I wanna, this is probably not the white race, they love to be hyped up. And even, it doesn't have to be hyped up, but just telling them nice things about themselves because that is how they're going to view themselves in the future. And I don't know that parents realize that when they're like, stop, I'm not stop, but like, I've, I've heard some like heinous things people say to their kids. And I'm just like, I know it's a moment of frustration, but do you not know that this, these are the thoughts that's in their head. And then you spend time, they spend time as an adult, not even realizing where it originated from just kind of like, almost trying to prove to yourself or prove to whoever that you're not really dumb or you're not really um, a failure or whatever it is. And it's just like words of affirmation is important. It really is. It's not going to hurt you to, you know, tell your daughter she's smart and she can do whatever, or your son is not, that's not, those the things that they need, you know, to be built, built upon. And I, I think it's important, especially in kid, you know, relationship with kids to do that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I realize that more times than not, like when your child pisses you off or makes sure it makes you angry, you're, you're more mad at something else. Yeah. This happens. Or, or maybe it's, it, it's, it's not the true feeling towards a child. It's a lot of times it's like, it, it triggers something in you. Right. 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 It's your responsibility to try to figure out what what was that trigger and and control it, and not necessarily say it's just all on you know the kid. And there's some badass kids out there, but I think if we you know keep in mind these are kids and the way I you know that I've seen people treat kids and you know talk to them is just like, then why would you say that? Yeah, one thing that I uh, learned this week, uh, and you and I talked about it. Uh, I'm going through the why stage with Carson. So everything he is, you know, if I tell him no, it's like, mommy, why? Or, you know, hey, no, you can't put this on right now. But why? Or he's just, you know, he he wants to know the reasoning behind things. So whereas 
you and I grew up, we were taught, like, don't question your parents. Don't ask me why about shit. I said what I said, and I meant what I said. And he asked me why, and that triggered me. And at first, like, my brain started to, like, form the words, like, because I said so. But then my my brain started to form the words, but then my brain also, like, kick-started, like, he's four. He doesn't know, like, just explain to him why so he can have a better understanding. No, you cannot have Jolly Ranchers for dinner. I mean, you can't have Jolly Ranchers because I'm cooking dinner. Well, why do I have to eat dinner? Because, you know, you you need to eat. Like, sugar is not nutrition, son. You have to eat something. So, a lot of times we were taught, like, yeah, that like I I've heard like people saying that Carson has been smart to me. No, he's not being smart. He's four. He's learning how to verbalize himself. He's learning how to yes. He's learning how to you know he's he's questioning things and he's okay. Why is it okay for not to get into race, but why is it okay for white children but not okay for black children? He's just learning. You know he's he's a kid. He's curious. He he just wants to know why and there's no what harm is it telling you you know you explaining to him why he can't have jolly ranches for dinner it's you know it seems like i can on one hand i can see like the constant but why it's almost like the fear of having to add you know answer a million questions so you can take the easy way out and just say because i said so and leave it at that you know what i mean or is it because you don't really have the answer and you don't know why or you can't verbalize why you don't you can't figure out how to verbalize why to your own yeah. child because you don't know how to make it make sense. Because a lot of people verbalize it to you. Pretty much. Yeah. I, I remember my mom telling me I went through a why stage around Carson's age. And anything above a toddler though, you don't ask why, definitely not. It's gonna be because I said so. Or if you do figure out a way to ask why, it's gonna have to be real crafty because the question why, it question, we pretty much were almost raised on questioning something that somebody asks you to do is disrespectful. Right. It creates a bunch of followers, if you ask me. And, you know, it's nothing wrong with, you know, that like the episode of friends of like kind of defying a little bit and, and getting back because then you kind of creating your own individual, you know, individualness. I'm not saying let's have all these kids don't listen, but it's too much of too many times. We're just, just want to be so like raised soldiers. They're people like chill. Seriously. Yeah. So that, I like that though. I really like that. Thank you. So yeah, before we go into t- too deep of a tangent those are the love languages how you can deal with them how you can love your partner a little bit better um like i said you can go to www.5 the number five lovelanguages.com and you can go to created uh created um to read more about it and you can actually google um five love languages quiz to see what your love language is you you know um i you answer a series of questions mm-hmm. it's about 10 pages and then they'll email to you uh, what your love languages are from top to bottom and you can 
it, I feel like it was a real fun activity for me to do with my husband. Um, and that was something for me to do a little bit uh, deeper and get to know him a little bit better. And I would actually say, you know, you could probably do that, a little, you know, yearly. Yeah, I, you know what? I agree with that. Because people change. <laughs> Niggas may like words of affirmation now. Who knows? <laughs> okay. All right, King. I love you. Shit. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Done. I'm still the same person. I need them dishes washed. And please, can you bring me a little something? A Reese's? Um, can you bring me the herbal goods? Thank you. All right. <laughs> we need, that, that needs to be like one of our uh, our date night homeworks. What? Oh, redoing the quiz? Everybody learn, you know, your partner's love language. That girl gave us a whole fucking lesson to do. And I'm, do we, do we get one assignment or two assignments? Because I we just... One assignment, yes. Um, Anika had the bright idea of bringing homework to the table. So I was the first one to bring homework to the table. The fuck? Let's do homework. Let's do homework. I'm cool with it, but I'm cool with it. No buts. Now that we all get kids, let's do homework. This is even playing field, B. Let's do it. all right guys we are going to take a break and we will be back and we're back moving into we are back moving into our stone of the week segment we are going to keep the how did you call the stones Brittany? the precious stones the precious stones i was gonna say luxurious i'm like i know it's another word for that We're going to keep um, keep it going with the precious stones, and our stone of the week for this week is going to be Ruby. Yeah, I feel like Ruby is super underrated. It um, is. I thought that was just me. I don't see a lot of Ruby things, um, and I don't even know like if it's all that expensive. Um, but it is a precious stone, so. Here we go. The glistening and sparkling stone of ruby is available from dark pink to red color and for the same can instantly attract and draw the attention of any person. The presence of the element chromium gives the gemstone a natural dark pink or red color. So when I think of ruby, I automatically think of the red color. I haven't really, I don't think of the pink one, but that's just the range. The best quality ruby gemstones are known to be having pigeon blood red along with a smooth and gliding touch and sharp cutting shape so some benefits of and i'm actually these are astrological benefits of ruby um wearing a gemstone of ruby can help support the person to improve his self his or her self image and they'll be more heard and respected in society it can also help in overcoming timidity and foolishness so don't be scared and don't be stupid by giving clarity of thoughts in mind. When a person wears a ruby, he or she is expected to get the favors from administ- from the administration, authority, and government. If a person is suffering from chronic depression, he or she may be also suggested to wear this stone as it will help them overcome any type of emotional and mental setbacks in life. Um, I thought that was really interesting. Um, and here's another note. In earlier times only people with high authority and power such as kings used to wear this gemstone but now as per astrology if a person wants to attain high stature and financial gains he or she is advised to wear it 
Um, the person can enjoy all the luxury, luxury and materialistic things in life. So I, when I think of Ruby, I kind of think of like some luxurious shit, kind of like Kings and Queens. Cause that kind of, you know, made sense to me what I think of it kind of like on some medieval shit. Right. Um, but there are also health benefits of Ruby. Um, it helps with, um, weak eyes, lack of confidence, um, rheumatic problems, rheumatic, like rheumatoid arthritis, rheumatic. Mm -hmm. Okay. Blood circulation problems, unstable mind, bone related problems, and much more. Wearing a Ruby stone can help negate or lessen the effects of such diseases in the person's life. So I thought that was really, really interesting because I'm learning a lot about these stones as I um, do a little bit of research on them. And I just really feel like Ruby's over, I mean, underrated. So I actually want to get a Ruby ring because I've never had a Ruby anything like a real Ruby and just see how much, how much would it really, you know, cost me to get this ring. But anyway, that is, that is our song of the week. What was that? I want some Ruby too. You want some Ruby too, thanks? No, I'm just joking. Baby, (laughs) we need to settle it by any day. Right. <laughs> that is Ruby. Maybe one day when you know our shit pops off, I'm gonna be just um knowing what my friend love languages and pop up with a Ruby. Hey girl. Hey, 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 hey. Ruby. Listen, we don't need these men, child. We got each other. For the, the, the boys. Amen. Because if I know if somebody ain't gonna, if so, if ain't nobody else in this whole earth gonna give me no socks, I know, and I know I ain't for none. My friend got my bike. It's me. I got you on the socks, baby, for the rest of your days. We, yeah. we in the nursing home, bed by bed. I got you. I got you, them slipper socks, baby. I got you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Yes, I got you. Oh, hold on, hold on. What, what, what's going on? Um, it's very durable, apparently. Uh, record price is over $1 million per carat. What yeah. does a bitch have to do to get a piece of ruby? But you can, okay. it's actually, it's cheaper than this. You can get ruby for like, it says 300 to 450. So, you know, when I'm just feeling a little sassy, I, you know, throw you rubies. Right. Your we, wife, you know? Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. <laughs> ain't no problem. It ain't no problem. So what, what are you manifesting for the week? You got a lot of different <laughs> shit going on. So I want to know. Yes, this week, last week I felt, this past week, I felt like I just kind of was all over the place. Like the week just happened. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like the week happened and I didn't navigate my week. So this week, I guess I'm manifesting um, a little organization. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm going to say just a clear mind mm-hmm. just to be able to, you know, be okay with spending the time with them. And I want to organize, you know, different things in the house, not to go too crazy, but also this, a schedule you know, to kind of get everything going. So I just kind of want to manifest those two things um, for a smooth week because I don't want the week to happen to me. I want to go along with the week, if that makes sense. Yes. So what about you? What are you manifesting for this week? Uh, I'm manifesting. I know uh, it. 
it this sounds crazy now, but I'm I'm manifesting some normalcy. It just I just I miss the normal. I really what is normal? I don't know. I really don't know. Like I I miss life without a mask. I was just girl, you literally took the shit out of my throat. I didn't even get to I really do like I we really just took um, just breathing your own air. Well, I got a question. I was in the store. I was distracted. So I'm learning things about myself. Like, if I have something going on that's not normally going on, it's going to distract me from how I normally do shit. Mm-hmm. That's just a period. So um, I was shopping and I literally did not realize that I did not have a mask on until I got in the produce section. I was like, wait, I feel like I'm free or something. What? It didn't even dawn on me that, you know, because I think I saw a couple other people without it when I first walked in. So I didn't initially get it, although I don't know how because it's still required to buy a lot of wear, but whatever. And I realized, and I just was like, I felt so naked and unprotected in that moment. It, I was just like, yeah yeah yeah, and then i was like you can wear my she had an extra one and i just felt because she had forgot hers too and i was just like that's just crazy that we've come to the point where and i had to i've had to check myself and felt so bad about like what the hell is wrong with you but it's not you know i did the same thing the other days like I was walking into the store and I had to jog back to the car like, shit, I forgot my mask. Like, and they just, it's just, it's, it's the new norm, but it's not at the same time because your brain just doesn't trigger like, hey girl, like you gotta get your mask for every single damn task. Like, it's just, because we're waiting on the harry truman show for somebody to pull up the fucking curtain and say all right everybody can put their mask down this was just a movie set let's 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 we're done i feel like everybody's waiting on that and that's just not gonna happen these masks are like i just have one come in the mail today like african print because when we gonna not wear one yeah i just i just have a, a little mini audacity um and we haven't done these in a while but y'all hear my husband and the toddler. Um, the the this government and this whole system is based on money, and yes, while black people are fighting on, about equality, it truly has nothing to do. And I, I know y'all probably gonna get mad at me, but it truly has nothing to do with black or white. It has a lot to do with green. Um, these people do not really give a fuck. Um, I listened to my governor yesterday talk about um, South Carolina is really leading the United States with COVID cases. We were one of the first three states that were fully open. And today I read an article that says we are, you know, leading the, the country with... Is it new cases? With new cases. Okay. My husband just shouted out that we are number nine in leading the cases with COVID. Um, I read an article that says like restaurants do not have to tell you if employees have been infected by 
COVID, like, just think, like, you know, if you don't feel like eating, you can go pick up some food. Like, they don't have to tell you if they were affected, you know, a, a person tested positive or whatever. And all these goddamn. Um, it's just I, I I think it's fucked up that you know you don't have to tell anybody anything about public health or public safety. That's just me. Um, but my governor for not too much longer because we getting the fuck ASAP. Mm -hmm. Um, stated that you know, basically, you know, yeah, Americans are going to die, and it is what it is, and it's your business to protect yourself and your family, but not everybody, you know, just like it's people who are stating, you know, Black Lives Matter, it's people who at the same damn time feel like all lives matter, and so all, if you feel like all lives matter, more times than not, you're not wearing a mask nowhere. And so you don't, ah. you don't really get ah. about nobody. So um, while I have to coexist with these all lives matter and people who don't, who people who think that COVID is a joke or whatever, when I have had a family who has been affected by it, my governor is telling me that, you know, it is what it is. So I cannot wait to get the fuck up out of here and go back to what I know and go back to, you know, at least a little bit of normalcy for myself. So I just want to say, with all these motherfucking elections coming up, make sure we all go out and vote and get these people who do not give a fuck about us, get these folks out of office, get them out of office, get these folks out of office, get these folks out of office. And it's just that on period. They do not care they don't care all they see behind anything all they see is did you see that uh, and this is gonna be a super long episode i apologize like we'd we be trying to trim down our episodes but did you see like i saw um an article that stated and i i hope i can find it to send it to you that like when a police brutality happens like when the police officer kills a black man or whatever the stock market goes up what did you see that i'm gonna send it to you no. yeah what's the correlation um it's a lot more publicity for things all around is it so so i, I i'm assuming the stock market is up right now because this is a chance for the company saying, oh, like Amazon, we stand, you know, on their screen, yeah. Black Lives Matter. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, yeah, Amazon, you stand with us, but let me see your Black leadership. Fuck all that. that. Is, that let me tell y'all something. If y'all don't learn nothing else from this podcast, which actually I take that back because there's plenty of other good lessons. However, I would like for us to know, I want us to know that as a supposed 12 to 13% of the population, suppose it. I still think they suppress those numbers, but whatever. As that small percentage, we have like I don't I think it's like so so many billions of dollars in buying power, and it could be more. It my whole point we have I don't know the exact number. We have a lot of money in buying power because black people 
love to buy shit. We love it. We love, love to it. buy we shit. We are the, our worst. We love it. Yeah, we are the ultimate consumer. So that it, and 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 we give our money so freely sometimes without even thinking about it. And I think we 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 visited this before with you know other people's death, but I think it's just really important to you know understand where your dollar went and care about where your dollar. Do you want to go support Home Depot for plants or do you want to go find your black owned nursery? Like, I'm not saying that you always have to do that. I'm just saying just being more intentional because our money, no matter how much money we don't have, we're spending a lot of money in these places. And that's why you have a lot of pandering going on at the moment to us, which whatever, I'm glad that they're recognizing it, but a lot of it is political because hey, when we say we not gonna, when we, if black people really gonna continue to buy black, she gonna be sick. Sick. If they say, hey, you know what, I wanna work for somebody black, who, we done made so many people millionaires, come on now. Sick, 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 and, and I want to say, like, it's, ugh, we could, we could do this for hours, but, uh, the latest people to come out is, like, I, uh, go ahead and say it. Starbucks. <laughs> fuck Starbucks. I don't care how good. And I want to say I, I want to say fuck Starbucks from the bottom of my fucking heart. And let me say this: like me, Anika, and I have both said like this is a pro LGBTQ community. We love it here. Like we don't have no issues with LGBTQ. Why is it okay for LGBT like for Starbucks to say LGBTQ? LGBTQ, we can wear pride shirts, we can do this, we can do that, but when we start talking about Black Lives Matter, um, it's the issue then, no, you can't wear shirts, you can't wear masks in solidarity with Black Lives Matter, um, you are Black and you are gay at the same time, I don't care what nobody has to say about that. Those, I don't even know why that's something that we have to talk about. I, I, I really I get irritated. Right, like you and I talked about earlier today, I don't understand why that is so radical. I don't understand why that is so, like, far-fetched. I don't understand, like, why people say, uh, hey, let's stop being racist and people getting their feelings about that. What is so... Wh- why? I don't get it. And let me tell you something. I have had to delete so many white, quote-unquote, friends and I had to realize it was never them uh, having friends with other black people. It was just because they liked me. It was never because <laughs> they liked black people. It's because they liked me. It was. It was just that. And it, it was. I was the. I was the. I don't see color person for them. That's what that was. <laughs> I know well, I wasn't talking to you about it when I had this conversation. I was no, not talking no. to you. We didn't have this conversation. No, because I was talking to Tenerva, matter of fact. We had a long conversation because I, I was telling her that I, I was on Facebook and I looked at somebody's, somebody put this long post, heartfelt post about how they are um, a pharmacist working in a field of, you know, where it's not a whole lot of people that look like him. And also he's a gay male as well. So he's pretty much saying, I'm out here, you know, outnumbered. It just hurts to have to go back in these spaces where they don't have to, pretty much, that's the gist of his message. So after that long ass message, I'm look. I went, I went straight to the comments, guilty, went straight there. White people comment all down. 
nothing about Black Lives Matter, nothing about the shit he actually said. Everything that was said was, I love you. You're such a great person. You're so nice. And I'm just looking at all of them saying, I can't wait. It's just like all of them giving him all these words of affirmation that he didn't ask for. And I'm like, y'all are proving his fucking point. It's okay for you to accept me. You like me, but you can't accept as a whole. You, you, you've made an exception in your mind of what you thought. Like, oh, not her. Maybe not her. You know, but it's still racist. And that's, that's, that, and that is what we mean when we say, oh, when somebody says, oh, well, I have a black friend. You like that one person. So the fuck what? The number one. Like, bro, you can't. It's, it's, I, I, I can't tell you how many posts I've seen about, um, uh, dear racist white people, my white friend to beat your ass. Da, 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 da. No, they're not. They're not. They're not. They're not going to beat you. No, they're not. They're not going to do a goddamn thing. And then for you, let me tell y'all something. For these black people who are standing up and casting for these white people who are not saying anything, you're just as bad as they are. Oh, hey. And then, and then when you you do make a post and they feel like uh, a hit dog a holler, you you make them feel the type of way. That's when they want to speak up. Oh, I love you, and I this and that. Yeah, you love me, but do you love my community? Do you love the sh- Do you love what I'm gonna produce that could be a child? Do you love my, you love you love me? You love my culture, but you, do you don't feel the same way in a black. I was gonna say, do you feel the same way when a black and a white guy have a hoodie on in the store? No, you feel threatened automatically no. by somebody that looks like me. But you've made an exception for me because you know I'm not that type of person. But everybody else, you know, you know I'm a, you know I'm cool. You know, like oh, Brittany will never do anything like that. Brittany, mind you, I'm weed smoking, cousin ass, twenty two carrying black girl don't fuck with me don't (laughs) like yeah you think you know me but you don't know me i'm blackity black 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 all day long stop doing this and i've now gotten to the point where i'm gonna i'm making every white person around me uncomfortable because i've been so comfortable in your society and how um i've been raised and how i have to conform to your life for so long fuck you fuck you and fuck you again i don't care if you are white passing fuck you i don't care i have a black man and black children that i have to worry about every you know how much my husband works the night shift i'm gonna worry about him coming home from work it's not cool that's not something that i have should have to worry about you know what's crazy as the black man they know we worry about them, but it's it's almost like it, they still don't have the level of worry, even with all this stuff that's going on. It's still they will never have to have that same. We we all still black, but that level of worry is just not going to be there. So you know, I saw a post that said every day they walk in the door. Like I get so happy when my husband walks in the door because I know he made it home. Black men matter. Like that meant everything to me because I'm like. Yes, I'm happy when I hear the key come in the door because I know you're okay. I know you didn't get pulled over. Some bullshit happened. I know that it wasn't just happening. And I don't care what nobody say about police and blah, blah, blah. Only if you're being bad. I have never, I don't break the law. I ain't never had a record, nothing like that, whatever. And I've been multiple times 
target by the police on some random shit. Even if you're going to the motherfucking in airport. my car, huh? Airport. If you at the airport, how many times you done? How many times you done been targeted at the airport? Oh, this is a random. Da, 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 da. You know? Right, a random check. Like, oh, geez. Or I'm I'm sitting in my car. I've I've never. I forget the time I was sitting in my car, waiting for somebody, and it was it was at night, but it was it was like in a a commercial center. I was just waiting on my phone, you know, kind of scrolling on my phone, waiting for them to get off work. <sighs> Police officer came. My window was half cracked. He, I told you about that. He came. He snatched my phone out of my hand, and me and him was tussling with the phone for a minute. He was like, we got, I'm like, what the hell are you doing? You can't just come out. I like, and snatched my shit. He pulled up beside me and I'm like, I ain't did nothing wrong. So I wasn't paying no attention to him. He literally just snatched my phone and made this whole big deal. Next thing you know, his partner came and a couple other police cars. We, we've got, how do you unlock your phone? I was like, you fucking figure out, you're not like, I was, this was years and years ago. And he was like, pretty much that he supposedly they got in calls that somebody was somebody was calling making threats and because i was sitting in the it just just that bullshit that they tell you that this shit don't happen to white people this this is shit that hey, just calling making threats you just roll up on my I, i'm just right here in the middle of parking lot making threats because i'm just that stupid and and, the, and you know what's sad the black it was a black his friend was his 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 his, his, his partner was black and I'm talking to the black guy because I'm just like, I know you can relate to me. Like, I ain't even addressing this cracker. I'm talking, oh, oh, I ain't even addressing this man. I'm talking to you. <laughs> and he was just like, I mean, well, calm down. I said, you can't tell me to calm down when I'm on my phone and he snatches my phone through the car. What was the consequences for that? Nothing. He got to go on. But you know what? I had to shut the fuck up about that because guess what? Now people are dying. Right. So what, what was that for me? At least I made it out alive. I, I've noticed that black lives matter but um you can be black and you can be a blue life police officer and that matters more to you than being black and i don't know how because you put on your police officer uniform when you woke up and brushed your teeth when you wiped your nasty ass it was black and it wasn't blue i don't care i don't care that's how you bring a paycheck home say it say it you only blew 40 hours out the week bitch even if you do 80, you got to see, how, you get a, a designated time to be this color. My time is from when I was When you take off that badge and when you take off that suit, you're still black. And guess what? That white man don't know your motherfucking ass. He'll shoot you just like he'll shoot anybody else. So let's, let's, let's kill that. Let's, let's kill all that. Let me tell you something. I, if my husband calls me and it's outside of if i know he's traveling to work or if i know he's traveling home from work and he calls me i am on high fucking alert i'm on high alert and, and just think really of it's, it, it fucks me up and now i'm especially high alert because now my middle child who is 12 and he's a black you know a black male and he likes to wear hoodies and he likes to keep his hands in his pockets he likes to do this and he likes to do that and yeah we're trying to explain to him like that's not something i should have to fucking explain to a 12 year old it's a fucking hoodie it's a piece of clothing like take your hoodie off in the store don't do this don't look suspicious take your hands out your pocket i shouldn't we shouldn't have to fucking have these conversations but now i'm especially high alert because now he's not with 
me and his stepdad 24-7, and now I have to entrust his other parents to take care of him. And it's just, it's super hard for me because I am not physically there. And it fucks with me, and I've not been, like, especially with all this shit going on, I've not been well all week. And I'm not going to be well until I can physically, like, feel my heart, my child's heart beat against mine. I'm not going to be well about this. Let me tell y'all something. If anything happens to my, any of anybody in my family, I'm going to burn this bitch down. And you can send it to the FBI, you can send it to the CIA, you can send it to whoever the fuck you want to. I'm gonna, you can put me in solitary confinement. Twenty three out of twenty three hours out of twenty three hours out of twenty four, I'm gonna burn this bitch down. I'm going to burn it down, and can't nobody stop me. And that's on period. Cause I, I love too hard be, behind mine. I. This is my product. This is my husband. I've loved my husband, and I have taught my husband how to love me, and we have taught our children how to behave, and we have taught our children how to not take shit from nobody, but what you're not going to do is kill mine. It's what you're not going to do, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart, and I shit on your mama, and I mean it. That's fair. And that's that on it. I burn this bitch down. Behind my ancestors, we built this bitch, and what you're not gonna do is take it from me. That's what you're not gonna do. Sorry, I didn't quite get it. Oh, she got a little excited now. Now, if we had to have Haitian Revolution over here, they wouldn't like that. Let me let me tell you, let's bring out the motherfucking swords, and that's they don't eat. Don't don't even worry about a gun. I'm just gonna cut your neck right the fuck off and leave it right there. (laughs) Just leave it yeah that's that on it girl we don't we good nigga this a long one how long was we been to- i don't know this this like an hour and a half that's probably longer than that because i well it, it probably won't be too bad but this was fun we needed this talk we this stuff that had been sitting right there all right guys so um we love y'all if you want to get anything off your chest about you know the current events in the world and the matters um you can send us an email at blackgirlmanifest at gmail.com that's blkgirlmanifest at gmail.com i want to personally say let's donate to uh the brianna taylor fund and getting these police officers um fired and you know charged let's not sweep, sweep this under the rug um when we say black lives matter we mean all black lives matter we mean men we mean women we mean trans we mean gay we mean lgbtq we mean all that all every all black lives matter and if you don't like it you can suck my dick and that's this said on it and nico do you have any announcements <laughs> i do not have any announcements at this time but um we are working on something and maybe <laughs> in- you know, in a while, we will have an announcement to make because I'm tired of getting to this segment. We don't have any announcements, but we are working on something and we'll keep you guys posted. Super excited about it, but nothing for now. Listen to Brittany. She's excited. I wish I could see the smell on my face. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. 
such a great opportunity. I we can't we can't wait to be able to announce this. More to come, guys. Soon come. Soon come. But we will see you guys next week. Bye. Real niggas linking up. Remember, it's a good day to be black, bitch. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>